Welcome to the Waiting Warriors podcast. As loved ones of first responders and military personnel, we often face life situations and challenges that many others don't experience. And while each of us and our experiences are unique, together we can learn from one another and become stronger in this journey of life. Now let's step out of mediocrity. It's time to thrive. sound almost reminds me of Mario Kart racing. <laughs> it does the start of the recording of the audio. So guys, guess what? I have a surprise. Except for it's not a surprise because if you follow on Instagram, I mentioned it on Instagram stories the other day that I was going to hook Austin into doing a podcast. <laughs> I wasn't even aware of that. <laughs> Sneaky. I'm so sneaky. Not really. It was after. It was just yesterday after we had talked about doing this episode. But I wanted to bring Austin on because he's a smart man. He has some tools and some knowledge that I think we can use right now. So welcome to the podcast, Austin. I wanted to give you the same courtesy I give every honored guest. (laughs) Thanks. So right now, if you're listening later on in the future right now we're on like week three of this whole covid 19 coronavirus uh experience pandemic pandemic progressive lockdown or whatever yeah depending on what state you're in yeah so for us school got out like three weeks ago and then a week ago on base it was made um, essential a week personnel. or two, yeah. Yeah, essential personnel. But Austin's still been working from home. I know so every every job, it looks totally different. I wanted to bring Austin on because I feel like there's a lot of similarities to what we're experiencing right now with reintegration. And I know you have wise knowledge and ex- we have experienced... You give me too much credit So I'm knowledgeable and have wise knowledge. <laughs> or what, isn't that like a movie like... The one with wise knowledge and... Oh, man. I'll have to think of that quote. Anyways, I feel like we're experiencing similar things to reintegration because we have had a certain life and we have a certain normal and now we're needing to build a different normal. And I know as couples, that means that we need to do a few things that I know even us, like... This is not our first rodeo. We've been married almost eight years, and still I caught myself. Eight years on what day? The 12th. No. No, dang it. On the 7th. I even got you on a recording saying the wrong day. It was 2012, April 7th. (laughs) Just saying. That's twice now. Okay, so our anniversary is 4-7-12. That's how I remember it, and like... It's my part of my email is four seven twelve. Like I use it to um my ring like has seven diamonds and then twelve diamonds and I want to get like a four. Anyways, four seven twelve. I know that number, but I was writing on the calendar, um the girl's birth. We have a few birthdays in April, and I was writing our anniversary, and I on the wrong I, day because I saw that Easter's the twelfth, and I was like, oh four twelve. That's so cool. Easter's our anniversary. And I wrote it all pretty with colors. 
And then he came home. I'm a really good wife, even though I wrote our anniversary. Oh, how the tables have turned in society where the man remembers the anniversary. Yes. We're the opposite. Sorry. I love you. I love you so much. But, so that's one of the mistakes I made. Another mistake I made was that we know from years... <laughs> that had nothing to do with coronavirus, no, though. I'm just saying. No, it didn't. But another mistake I made, though, even though I know I should talk about my expectations, is I was, like, getting frustrated with you, even though you did nothing wrong. And then I realized, I don't even know what happened, but I clicked in my head that I realized that I was only upset at you because I hadn't been expressing my expectations regarding the change to teleworking and the change in work schedules yeah 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 but like why why is that such a big deal though like why why can't you just know what i need (laughs) it's a trap (laughs) that's not it's not a question that um can be answered okay but that's a question that how many women yes. have it no and actually it is a question that does have answers and I'm, i mean i i do not claim to be a, a marriage expert or the the authority on mm-hmm. anything really um but really i mean if if we're thinking things and we're starting to get kind of twisted up about you know x y or z and then we pause and realize whether or not we've actually said it out loud and come to notice that we haven't said it out loud then mm-hmm. we're really kind of at fault yeah <laughs> like, yeah not that we need to you know, point fingers no. but, but i mean you know the the transition's been evolving over the last few weeks and everyone's work situation is different but um as as far as military personnel and civilian contractors anyone that's associated with a, a base knows that that things have changed to one degree or another and so mm-hmm. this progressive change for me and you know part-time with the soldiers or command team and part-time teleworking from home and conference calls and um, doing briefings over different mediums, you know, in person or uh, really more so telephonic or through the laptop and you know, all that kind of stuff where I'm home, but I'm not home. Right. Mm-hmm. And how you think because I'm physically here, I should maybe be physically helping Hands on. in X, Y, or Z yeah. when really I might be physically here, but I am quote unquote at work right yeah um, where i'm not actually here just kind of like when growing up um sometimes uh it would be said when lee would get home i'm home but i'm not home yeah <laughs> like yeah or no he would say i'm not home that's what he would, he'd, he'd um, get home and he'd yell out i'm not home and then go up to the home office and it, you and, guys just knew. and yeah life would just continue on as as if he were out working yeah right which so. which we have done a few times like when you in the past when you've come home at 3:30 or 4 or whatever but you, it was because you had to go up to the office to do something specific so that is yeah i like that idea though just be like okay let's put a label can we just tape a label on our foreheads of whether you're home or not no yes. <laughs> something so that's, or maybe yeah. just talking about it you know make yeah. it simple and that's like an example of of spoken expectation right yeah um and it's something that's constantly evolving we i mean the I feel like the catchphrase in um, society right now is like the situation is fluid, right? Yeah. Meaning it's it's going to change, it's going to flow. Mm-hmm. That what is true today will maybe not be true tomorrow. What what I'm talking about right now, as we're recording this podcast, could be outdated yeah. 48 hours from now, whenever it's pub or whenever it's published, right? Yeah. Um, 
so the, the point is whether it's you know uh, family time and going on walks or if it's exercise schedules who's making what meals in the morning or the afternoon or the night um who's waking up with the baby yeah who's waking up with the baby yeah <laughs> which we laugh because that was a conversation like we're we're at a interesting i'll say spot with june of where i'm still nursing but she kind of takes a bottle and i'd like to sleep in but we also just have the expectation of i'm still nursing so like i felt it it was okay i'm gonna i'm gonna explain what i was feeling just because i think other people might be feeling the same way and i think it would help to hear how i was able to process out of it i was feeling like in the mornings we were both playing who's here who's gonna hear the baby first or do what i mean like you're gonna close your eyes and pretend like you don't hear the baby but that's not what was happening that's what i was feeling like doing but if i'm completely honest seven years ago or whenever emma was i guess it was six years ago when emma was at this page spot i would have said Austin, you're doing this. You are waiting for me to get her up. You are um, just more accusatory language. Is that the right word? Accusatory? Um, that is a word. It yeah. is a word, right? <laughs> but like, that's how I would have felt. But now that I'm so wise and experienced <laughs> with baby number four, I know to say to you, I feel like this is what's happening. And, and then, then give me the opportunity to say yeah. yes or no. Right. So that is indeed what's going on or not. Right. Which nine times out of ten, it's what I feel like is happening is not what's happening. <laughs> Just so you guys know. Yeah. So and you... it's good we talk about it. And yeah. we usually I mean, we usually talk about things, you know. Yeah. A good eighty to ninety percent of the time. I'd give ourselves a solid B plus on, mm -hmm. on transparency and openness and, you know, uh, marriage issues or hot topics in in the family life that need to be discussed and, and have some clear communication on but every now and then one like this where mm -hmm. i'm ne <laughs> neglectful in your eyes but it's like <laughs> or, or malicious and it's like i didn't you know i wasn't trying to do anything or like yeah. sham responsibilities you know because on, on the flip side of that as you were feeling that i was experiencing this idea of or this feeling of like, hey, I've been around more the last two weeks progressively mm -hmm. as the situation's evolved. And like, I've been doing more of the yeah. dishes and cooking meals mm -hmm. and, you know, changing diapers and putting the baby to, or the baby, putting June, <laughs> our baby to bed. And like, you know, things like that, where in my eyes and, and sentiments was I was, you know, stepping it up and, mm -hmm. and really doing more because I had the flexibility with my schedule. You know, I'd still go in the office and do work and then I'd, you know, go to my accountability formations or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. and do all those things. But I'd also try and, you know, weave in all these other opportunities and uh, um, to be present with the family and, and lend a helping hand. But yeah, but then here I am getting upset that the one bitter thing. undercurrent <laughs> against me. No, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> no. But yeah, so that's, that was a good thing. One thing I've thought of, um, in a blog post that's going to be coming out, it will be out before this is published, but just with reintegration, some helpful questions with reintegration, I think are helpful questions that can happen now. 
And these are questions we've talked about before you deployed, and I yeah. think it helped a lot. And I think, uh, to interject, sorry, an important thing with the difference between the two, where, there, like you said, there's some overlap. Mm -hmm. But, like, with reintegration, it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to redeploy, and we have, like, weeks or months to prepare for that, and we have those com these conversations, we ask these right. questions. Whereas this whole COVID-19, coronavirus, um, while there were warning signs as far as the implementation of, of safety measures and social distancing and then um, uh, different health levels on installations, it's been different across the United States and continues to be. But the reaction time was substantially different where yeah. maybe it was on our radar for the international scale. Then all of a sudden it's you know in our backyard and we're reacting to it right instead mm -hmm. of being able to be on the offensive and you know making proactive plans and all you know we're playing catch up a little bit yeah which over the last you know week we've really done a, I think a good job at kind of catching up to our situation and then being intentional in it mm -hmm. as opposed to you know fumbling wondering what to do and having these unspoken expectations that then can create. Um, bitterness or resentment or yeah. problems and tension um, in the home yeah and it's you know post honeymoon phase we're like yeah the first 72 hours of like ah telework i'm yeah. free i don't have to go to pt formation or this you know whatever awesome. it might be you know Sleep for everybody's situation yeah. it's going to be different but um that's that's either worn off for probably most people or wearing off where now it's like okay we're in this new normal and it's probably projected to be for at least a few more weeks if not mm -hmm. you know months months if you know two or three months at the longest, I would hope. I mean, yeah. that it's not longer than that. But um, anyway, sorry. So you were saying questions. Okay, so I think I think these questions can be helpful because we are needing to be a little bit reactive. But like you said, we can be intentional. And I think these can bring out a good conversation with you and your family or you and your spouse. Um, the first one is, what does a successful COVID-19 experience duration look like? For you and give everybody the chance to express what a successful experience would be like for you because um, it probably is different for each person in the house yeah and that and that can be taken as what success look like today and tomorrow but also what a su success look like a month from now when mm -hmm. we're coming out of this or two months from now whatever that i mean there's no actual end date um to these measures that everyone's under but you know, what does success look like, you know, today, tomorrow, this week, mm -hmm. a month from now, two months from now? Yeah. And another question is, what is your personal plan? Like Austin on the walk today, you were saying um, you wanted to create a plan for PT and um, your personal study time and all that kind of stuff. Like, what does your plan look like? I formulated a plan the last few days with the girls the girls have schoolwork they have to do every day I gave them some like a personal checklist that they need to do every day because the first few days of craziness and them constantly asking me yeah what a little bit of chaos yeah it just it helped though to create a plan because and it's not to say like there's a lot of talk online about um, whatever, I'm just going to let my kids watch TV. We're just going to do whatever because I'm not going to put my pressure pressure on myself during this tense time, which I, I understand that. But personally, our family doesn't do super great when the kids watch a ton of TV or whatever. Like they, well, they act up a lot. So if, if we take our, a step outside of ourselves 
in this situation, um, we can see that it's actually a great opportunity. We have a chance to set goals and we might have more time face to face with family or we aren't. Um, some people feel bound by a PT plan or schedule that their unit's doing. And maybe right now is the chance to actually just get after it on your own or with a battle buddy or a neighbor um, and do what you want to do and really set these goals and achieve these milestones or try something new, whether it's um, cooking at home or a different education approach with your children that's different than what the school provides. So it's, it's a great opportunity that we can seize if we um, are aware enough and really intentional enough with the time that we have. Especially since like this is a chance I'm, I'm not even saying like you need to do more. It's a chance to do less. Oh, yeah. But to do things that actually matter. Do you know what I mean? Like that well, actually... Not, to, do, to do things that matter. To not do, that yeah. The act, yeah. Not that yeah. what you've That's done prior way. to this yeah. didn't matter, but we get so caught up and almost on autopilot mm-hmm. in our normal routines. That's why I said to kind of step outside of ourselves in the situation and like you know, almost Doctor Strange style, <laughs> you know, all of a sudden your spirit's out of your body and like you can kind of see what's going on around you and, you know, name what's going on and how you can be better at um, taking advantage of the time. And that can be in spiritual disciplines, your physical fitness, your marital relationship, your parenting, mm-hmm. the education approaches you take for your self-development, but also your children's development, um, a, a range of avenues in life yeah because it's not that what more question oh because like it's it's not that every single moment has to be ultra productive or whatever like we we have been going through the marvel movies take (laughs) the time to slow down yeah take the time to slow down we've been watching the marvel what would you call it the marvel cinematic universe (laughs) Sorry, I don't know the, the Over fancy. 10 years of amazing Marvel movies. Yeah, we've crushed it in two weeks. I don't know, a weeks. couple of weeks. It's yeah, been great, two, though. three weeks. A couple hours here, yeah. a couple hours there. But we're also, we've been going on family walks and talking with the girls. And we've been, um, the girls have been in the kitchen with me. You've been in the kitchen experimenting, doing stuff you've never done before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a lot of fun. And I've also been working. I don't yeah, want, oh, yes. I don't yeah, want yeah, it to no. sound like I'm just... Okay. Neglecting my actual no. profession, though. I don't, want, I don't want to send the message that I'm just making bread and watching, you know, Captain America yeah, all day. No, like, <laughs> no but it's, there's... No, but there's been there's time and opportunity yeah. to shift the, the work schedule. And yeah. training events have been canceled, so things have slowed down. Mm-hmm. The, the amount of to-dos, you know, has shifted. And so it has opened up the opportunity. Like I said, it's, it's about seizing the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, to maybe engage in some of these things. Some of them are fun. Like Marvel movies is not an essential thing. It's not, you know, in the eternal scheme of things, it's not going to make a huge difference. But it's fun. Yeah. You know, it's good to have fun. It's a story we like. Yeah. Yeah. And the last question is a little bit different because we we are more in a reactionary phase right now. Whereas, like, if you were doing this with reintegration, you could talk about it far in advance before your soldier actually comes home but what are you doing right now to set the conditions necessary to successfully have your COVID experience um and I think 
part of that is the plan, but that also is like for me, I have a lot of things that I have to do with the girls for school, but I still need to stay sane. And yesterday it like hit me in the head. Like you have to wake up before the girls wake up and you have to, which I've thought before and I've always known is right, but I really like my sleep guys. Austin is, which means we have to go to bed earlier. Yeah. That's not fun because we like to do things after the girls go to bed. Right. But, (laughs) but because of what I have defined as a successful COVID experience, I need to wake up 15 minutes and pray and study and set my intentions for the day before the kids wake up. Because once the kids wake up, there's like, it's rude to say girls go away while mommy does this. Like it just doesn't work with little kids. Yeah. They're, They're just too little and it's unfair to have that expectation of them. But that's how I can set the conditions for it to be successful for me. Yeah. And I, I like the idea of, of setting conditions for success um, and learning through this whole process. Meaning, mm-hmm. like, you know, some people are, I mean, we can be hopeful that tomorrow this is all done and we go back to our normal lives or whatever. Yeah. But that's, I mean, my opinion, not going to happen. So what setting conditions looks like looks like to me is, okay, what am I going to do next week and by the end of this month? What's my month goal? Mm-hmm. I set some goals by like quarter at the beginning of the year, you know, the first three months, the second three months. Um, but those now need to be revisited mm-hmm. because I can either, I could probably accomplish more in some areas. I might need to ream back or reel back. Sorry, <laughs> that's not a phrase. Um, reel back a little bit um, in other areas. And with my adjusted work schedule and, and hours, you know, I I want to set conditions for success on what now I have up. I'm not talking clearly. (laughs) I want to be able to set conditions for success for myself and my family in this moment. Yeah. My plans for April and May in January are very different now from my plans for April and May now. Yeah. And so that that's what I mean by setting conditions. Is it's some people might think, oh, it's too late. Let's just you know, wipe the calendar and eat ice cream and sit here and wonder <laughs> why we have to sit inside all day. No, like carpe diem, seize the day. Let's, mm-hmm. you know, do something more with it than that is my yeah. intent. But I think it's really, 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 really important to have this conversation as a couple. Because if even if you need to, like, think about it individually before you come together and talk about it, like, it's not helpful like for our experience it's not helpful for me to have the expectations I have but then me not tell Austin because then if I'm thinking I need to go to bed by 10 o'clock every day but he wants to watch another movie or stay yeah stay up till stay up later then I could be like oh well he's ruining my plans or he's not supporting me or blah 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 but we didn't talk about it, then that's not yeah, fair. Setting yourself up for yeah. failure. Yeah. So, and not that everything has to be, you know, 100% yeah. in Oh, line I guarantee we're going to not. But it, and it's not yeah. a one and done conversation either. Yeah. I mean, this is a, a progressive situation that's, like I said earlier, that term that people use is it's fluid. fluid. It's a fluid situation. But, I mean, the, the more we, we talk about it and engage it, uh, the better it is. But it's also good, I think. 
um, as the situation goes on to separate ourselves from it. What I mean by that is not engage the news 24-7 yeah. or not, you know, go on the social media feeds and be scrolling through and clicking on all of the videos, good or bad, of mm-hmm. what's going on about COVID-19 and coronavirus. I mean, just, you know, distancing from that uh, either daily or weekly, you know, setting aside some sort of time where you know that that's not going to be on the forefront or part of your mind. And eventually it'll probably start to fade toward the background um, until, you know, big events happen or, you know, big changes occur one way or the other. Um, And then this new normal starts to set in but yeah just yeah. a few thoughts we did that we did that last night i think i set my phone down at 5 5 30 mm-hmm. whenever it was i got home from the store yeah. and didn't pick it up until we went upstairs for bed but i didn't look i think i did one thing um but i didn't read anything and it was a really good mental break yeah you give yourself those mental yeah. breaks and i I've set intentional news time, yeah. and, I, and I put a time lock on it, you know, 10 minutes type of a deal. Yeah. Um, things like that, where, you know, two or three times a day for 10 minutes max, check a certain number of, you know, news websites or emails, and mm-hmm. then close it, call it good. Mm-hmm. So. so someone on Instagram, I put a little square up so you guys could ask questions, um, and somebody asked a question that I thought should be read and you should answer it because it goes I should answer it? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So I said, how do you not smack your husband when he repeatedly leaves food from the fridge out? (laughs) 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 I think this goes to this is like the perfect depiction of what we are experiencing though, right? Like we are with each other more than we normally are. <laughs> Why do you want me to answer that? Because you're a husband, so it's like, what is your point of view? <laughs> well, I, I feel like this is a, a sticky wicket. Sticky wicket. One way I answer, um, it can go wrong either way. So, I guess my uh, I'm going to give a political answer. That's a good question for the family life chaplain. They have more education, training, and experience in that. So uh, I'd probably defer to their expertise. So that's the political answer. My answer is um, how you keep from smacking your husband when they leave food out is by not raising your hand. Okay, (laughs) step number one. You keep your hands down. You won't smack him. Um, And then you discuss it. And hopefully it's been discussed openly in calm terms. Mm -hmm. It's really not those types of things. I mean, I'm... You know, we're being kind of silly with the example, but I know it's a legitimate question, so I don't want to yeah. just treat it lightly. But it, it's a great example of what can happen in marriage, where there is a frustration, and then in the moment, we get what's called emotionally flooded, right? Where all of a sudden, like, the the blood starts to boil, the temperature rises in us, our, you know, skin feels flush, and we really want to smack someone or something. Mm-hmm. That's not the time to have the conversation. So we'll start with that, okay? Mm-hmm. The time to have that conversation is probably after a good night's sleep. You know, after we've had breakfast and exercised and we're, you know, we set a time to maybe discuss two or three things. And that's one of the two or three things. Mm -hmm. But be like, hey, Michelle, I noticed you've been leaving uh, food on the counter and I'd really like to talk about that sometime. Can we talk about it like tomorrow morning, you know, 10 o'clock? Yeah. Sound good? 
and you know something like that where it's you know what is going to be discussed is out there but it's not going to be discussed in the moment okay um and that gives uh time to really address the issue with you know cooler heads less you know in the moment emotion involved and to you know put a probably a time parameter on the conversation because it yeah. can spiral into this hour-long back and forth you know um scorekeeping type of a conversation which doesn't help because then it's you know well i might leave the food on the counter but you never put your laundry away yeah. so <laughs> and, you know that's not what we want either so um i i think another you know bit of guidance maybe on this type of scenario could be that you know i would really appreciate it if you help put this food away when you're done mm -hmm. what is something that i can work on lower your defenses yeah and and open up to maybe a i mean i don't want to use the word criticism but i mean we are being critical if we're getting upset at what our spouses are doing so being critical doesn't have to be a bad thing mm -hmm. but maybe what you know be humble enough to say what's something that i'm maybe falling short on or that's a pet peeve of yours that i could work on as well mm -hmm. maybe i'm putting the toilet paper on that's going over instead of <laughs> under or under instead of over and like it really drives you bonkers and you've just never said anything for the last two years you know or you know, whatever it might be sorry no <laughs> no you do great it goes over there is a right answer to that oh <laughs> i don't kidding. need i don't pay attention to have the time on no so um yeah that's i don't know that that's what i would say yeah so, my two cents on it I think those are good two cents. My my initial thought was similar, like making sure you're having a conversation about what the expectations are, but then also just having a lot of grace and forgiveness. Like I part of part of being married and living together is loving each other. Like I don't I don't know if the spouse has any other job except for to give you a chance to love somebody else. And that that love requires a lot of forgiveness because we're both faulty mm -hmm. faulty people um one of our favorite things to say to each other is i love you with all your problems and flaws like yes, i love you with all your problems. yeah because because you're you're never no one is ever going to marry a perfect person and no one's ever going to have a perfect marriage you're just going to pick your problems so maybe the problem that you picked when you got married was forgetfulness forgetfulness and and, yeah you just forget to put the food back yeah. in the fridge yeah. But it can be worked on. Mm -hmm. So it takes time. A lot of these imperfections that we have yeah. to change, but yeah, we get there. Interesting point. Mm -hmm. Thanks for coming, Austin. I would ask you what's your key to thriving, but you just answered that a few episodes ago. Do you want to answer again? Yes, I do. Austin, what's your key to thriving that you want to share? Well, my key to thriving that I want to share is specific to the situation because that's the mm -hmm. theme of this episode yeah. um so i'm still figuring out my key to thriving and that's okay and that's my key to thriving it's kind Ooh. of paradoxical but you know um it, it's true like i'm a very i can be a very structured box uh -huh. set you know like this is how things are supposed to be i'm a planner you know perfectionist and in, in a lot of ways to use that term and to really step back and just say like you know what i'm i am doing and that's okay yeah. and and there isn't really a script written for this situation i mean yeah. there's you know previous generations have gone through similar scenarios but not in the same technological age and not 
um, with all the same resources or human world connection mm-hmm. that there is in society of 2020. And so to really just kind of be evolving with the situation and getting better each day or maybe having, you know, taken two steps forward and one step back and not re- reaching and realizing my potential um, is actually helping me thrive. But being aware enough to just give myself that grace yeah. to do that. So. I like it. Well, I'm glad you like it. Thanks, honey. Well, all you lady warriors out there, have a good week. Just keep trying, like Austin said. Keep trying. Keep giving yourself your best, your family your best, and know that your best is simply trying. It's not perfection. It's just trying. And remember, just because it's hard doesn't mean it has to be miserable. Have a good week, guys. Say goodbye to the people. Oh, bye, people. (laughs) Hey, friends. If you are loving the content here and want some more Waiting Warrior action, check us out at Instagram or Facebook. The handle is The Waiting Warrior, no S, or check out the website, thewaitingwarriors.com. Make sure you get on our mail list. We have some really awesome things coming up. Have a great day.